Press C to cancel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Polsh, a.k.a. Polsh 109, from Press B to Cancel. I am with the guy known as GP, or Guy Prime, the guy known as Guy Prime, from The Therapy Couch. Couch. I screwed that one up. How's it going, GP? I want to talk about sex. <sighs> Again? Okay, I'm down. I mean, like... Good old-fashioned, what am I looking at in 8-bits, but I like it, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, video game characters. I've never understood that reference, that Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, that's what is it? Uh, woo It's a Janet Jackson song. Oh, I am for real. Okay, now I was thinking of that <laughs> oh, song. Oh, God. Okay, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, like, perv out too much, because I want this, I'm going to talk about... My first video game crush. I want to. I want to hear about you. Do you know, like your very first? Because there were many for me as a kid. Do you know of your actual first crush uh, from a game? Yes, but uh, if we could focus more on yours, that'd be great to save me some embarrassment. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I got no shame. So um, this is like I'm gonna go with a respectful way to do this because I was. My first crush, I was probably like seven or eight years old. I don't know how old I was. Sure. When people are going to be like, anybody who's listening before is probably going to be like, oh, God, they're talking about this again. But when did Final Fantasy four come out again? What year? 91? 91, I think. Okay, or so, maybe 93. I don't know. Okay, so let's argument. Let's, let's split the difference. We'll call it 92 by the time I played it. Um, okay. So I would have been eight, eight years old. Okay, so this is my first RPG. I remember seeing my friends playing it. And... So I'm eight years old, and we get Rydia, okay? And I'm like, okay, we saved the girl from absolutely nothing, to be honest. But I thought we saved the girl as a kid. Um, you know, we actually killed her parents. Spoiler, but that happens in the first, like, half hour of the game. We were, I was, we, watching my bro- my brothers play it. I'm like, okay, who's this? She's got green hair first off. And I'm like, I never saw, like, anime or anything at this point in my life. Only thing I saw that was green on TV was like Incredible Hulk or Ninja Turtles, you know, stuff like that. But I was like, oh, cool. And I realized, okay, reading, my brothers are basically reading everything aloud to me. And I mean, I could read, but like they were going faster than I could keep up. And I'm like, okay, so this girl, she's a kid. Okay. And she's crying. And oh, okay. So they're going to protect her now. Okay. Whatever's going on, they're going to protect her. And I'm like, okay. So she's my age. I look through the manual and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, she's she's a caller. She can take stuff and, like, you know, first thing she does is cast Titan, basically. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay. So you don't mess with this little kid. And then I'm like, okay, she's the same age as me. I'm like, that's cool. I like this. And then you lose her with everybody else. And later on, she comes back. Spoiler. I should say spoiler first, but no. Right. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Not today. <laughs> but she comes back, and you're just, like, jaw drop, like, huh, like, you know, she hit puberty all of a sudden because she was probably 8 to 10 years old. All of a sudden, she's a beautiful young woman, and you can see it different in the 16-bit sprite. And I'm just like, cool. And all of a sudden, she has no white magic. She's all black magic. 
Cool. Okay, because I never used any white magic because I didn't know how to heal as a kid. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's got all these new, like, espers, calls, idol, idol, uh, idolons, idolons, as you used to call them, whatever you want to call them. And I'm just like, whoa. So all of a sudden, you know, and her face in the the menu was always just like, cool. This is so cool. And I just thought it was neat how they how they made her older, you know, going from like this innocent little kid who can, you know, cast some spells, who's still probably better than Tella after, you know, five levels up into the game. <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah, let's let's make her a total like damage dealer. I was just like, cool. OK, so it works for me. Uh, the whip thing is kind of cool, even though I'm not really into that. I'm glad that you're a, you're a uncertified therapizer because now I'm now I'm feeling like I'm perving out a little bit here. Well, let's let's examine some of what you said. Oh God, here here we go. So you're not into the whips, but you are into badass green-haired ladies who can summon monsters from another realm, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair to say. Okay, but the whips just a little too much for you. It's not. Um, it's not too much. It's just not like a a, a drool worthy thing. We'll put it that way. Okay. Okay. And I mean, okay. this this is like my first crush though too. So I'm still eight years old, and you know, I got like another like twelve, thirteen years until I actually hit puberty. So you know, this was a pretty innocent time for me. I just kind of was you, like, you, I want to. I want to puberty in your. Her. You hit puberty in your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you? Okay. Uh, no, I'm in my late 30s, and I'm hoping any day now. Okay, that explains the facial hair. Okay, that's why only me and <laughs> me and Werewolf yeah. have, have finally hit it. So, uh, also to go back to the very beginning of your description of Iridia, mm-hmm. uh, the very first descriptor, quote unquote, that you use for her is that her parents are dead. <laughs> now, is that something that um, you look for? <laughs> uh, also, by your hand. Yeah, but yeah, like if inadvertently, there's a certain Stockholm syndrome kind of thing I never realized until right now. And is there a bend? Okay, because <laughs> I know you're also a big Batman fan, and his parents are famously dead. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm trying not to keep Batman and Final Fantasy characters from intermingling because I think my my brain would just explode with satisfaction. So. You're right. Okay, re-record. Okay, so we're back at it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave out the Batman stuff. I'll leave out the comic book stuff. So, green-haired kid that uh, potentially you kind of crushed on because she looked interesting and she was about your same age at the time. Her, her first version. That was the intro into it. I'm like, oh, cool. And you know, you have Rosa in the beginning with Cecil, Cecil, and. I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. It's like, okay, they're already in love and blah, 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 blah. So the arc is right. already there. It's a respect issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wanted to be Cecil. He's badass. Wanted to be Kane. He's badass. And then, actually, I, never, I, I always liked Cecil more, personally. But, anyways. Yeah. I'm just getting off topic here. Yeah. Radio, Radio's Bay still. And um, this is what? Almost 20 years later? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think as far as, especially Final Fantasy IV goes, uh, or I guess for the purposes of this episode, Final Fantasy IV play, uh, <laughs> that is, she she is absolutely uh, 
yeah, the stunner, I suppose. I the way that Tifa is from Seven, I think, is, is of course, a lot of people like Ares. Okay, I'm getting off topic now. What I'm saying. Before I <laughs> if just I'm come out as the anything, only perv, I want to ask you, <laughs> before anything, who's your first video game crush? You don't have to go into detail like I did, because I'm just kind of nerding out here, but if you want to. Okay, you. so if we're discussing video game crushes before, like, we understood that we were crushing on a character... Yeah. Like, you know, because I was, I was young, but I was kind of obsessed with the way certain characters appeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tell, tell you two of them. Uh, one's embarrassing. The other, well, okay. You know the dog from Duck Hunt? <laughs> you know, let's move on. I had some very <laughs> interesting feelings about Samus from Metroid. Okay. And then, of course, eventually we find out Samus is a girl. So, like, there eventually were some questions that I asked myself. (laughs) But, but no, that that said, um, I I, I don't know. Obviously, Rydia was one of my first exposures to... Puberty. Yeah, like that kind of age where you're like, oh, I like the way she looks. I don't really know what's going on, but let's get more of that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, I grew up to marry, well, Tifa. <laughs> it's okay. My wife doesn't really listen all that often, but it's true. She, um, she doesn't She doesn't care about, uh, you know, video game crushes because she doesn't understand. Oh, no. She, she probably has her own set of crushes that I actually like. I bet there would be some overlap. And, and this is a good segue. Here's why I say overlap. If I were overfap. Overlap. If I were to say Meryl from um, Metal Gear Solid. So that game came out. I was 12 years old, 13 years old, just right in the the, the thick of things. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, such a weird episode for me. The, the very beginning of things, basically. <laughs> so there were more attempts than were medically necessary to try to beat Meryl into that bathroom so that i could see her without pants you know what i mean yeah do you remember that yeah oh yeah that that's 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 a very big part of the original game i remember that it's like what oh is this really happening and and part of it especially because the polygons of playstation one a lot of it is like fill in the blank theater of the mind (laughs) stuff so you're like this is this is great (laughs) you know what i mean it's like the original Tomb Raider, when people start doing that, it's just like, uh, you know, the tissue box cosplay kind of deal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's that theater of the mind, like you said, like you fill in the blanks and you're like, I know what they're trying to do here and I like it. <laughs> and I'm cool with it. Yeah. yeah. But that said, I would not be shocked if my wife, 8-Bit Beatrix, were to say that like David Hader, you know, from Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. Solid Snake, I would not be shocked if she was like, yeah, that was... That was my material for, you know, that that point in time. So that's why I say I think there's probably some overlap. Because really, for as great as uh, the Metal Gear games are, it is just dripping with raw sexuality. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's part of the, the fun. So, But, uh, I mean, David Hayter also, like, he kind of reminds me of this... Oh, I don't know. He's He's got this kind of um, aloof... Bruce Wayne Batman thing like he knows he's the he's the fucking man (laughs) but at the same time he's a little bit clueless to how the world works in certain ways in other ways 
don't don't look at them the wrong way. So it's, it's <laughs> right. You know, so we gotta we gonna throw that. Okay, this is a man crush for me is the Batman yeah. stuff. So, and I'm so glad that you said that because I'm I was about to just throw the gauntlet down and be like, you know what? Let's add David Hayter to the yeah. list. Solid <laughs> yeah. Snake is gorgeous. Oh, love yeah. that guy. I mean, you know, yeah. the perfect specimen kind of deal, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, we've already we've already talked about our our man crushes from the man crush Friday yeah. episode. Yeah. Right. So this was just our uh, trying to balance it out a little bit because you know. Because <laughs> we're getting a lot of emails. Yeah, we're getting questionable emails. Like, hey, uh, I didn't know. So what you do? And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, I like it's less perving out for me as a kid. I mean, and there were things I'm sure I perved out over as a kid, but uh, radio wasn't one of them. It was like that first, you know, this is my dream girl kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then you start playing games later on, like um, Streets of Rage, Blaze. You know, everyone had a crush on Blaze. But I remember, I think it was two or three, one of them, the character select screen, there was this tiny, tiny semblance, probably just the fact that it was like she had brown hair. <laughs> but she kind of <laughs> reminded me of my very first girlfriend when I was like 11 or something, like they're 10 or 11. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, you know, otherwise, absolutely not, because, you know, we were like 10 or 11, so it's not like she looks like Blaze. So, yeah, it, it's just that, again, theater of the mind. You start filling in those blanks and seeing what you want to see, and that's I think that's probably the charm. We've talked about that many a time where, you know, we love the art and games so much because you kind of picture those things, so. Right. Well, and, you know, to go back to Rydia, that is a character who is, not only say over-cosplayed, but people definitely take advantage of the way the character is meant to look in the cosplay world, and I think that's great. Fact. So, what, what, well, yeah, while it may not have started off, you know, when you're a kid as this perving out thing, it definitely turns into this, uh, well, we grew up to perv out over it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? At, at, at cons and stuff. And, yeah. and I think that's, that's, that's okay. I think there's definitely, a, a, I don't say a fine line territory, but... You know, to cosplay as a an over-sexualized, you know, summoner from Final Fantasy IV is one thing. But if you start cosplaying as a, uh, like, Lola Bunny, like, what's up with Lola Bunny? Is that, I feel like there's lines there and I don't know how to handle any of it. Yeah, like, okay, so video game crushes again. Is there a Space Jam game? Because Lola Bunny would be up there. Yeah, there's and gotta like, be. At the risk of sounding like a furry, I really don't care because, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I feel like Lola Bunny whoever designed that character I want to ask was that a gift for the adults or was that a gift <laughs> yeah. To, yeah like or was That's it just for the, meant for to... the parents for the guys that are taking their 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 kids to the movie and they're like well we got to put something in there for the adults <laughs> it's supposed to be a matinee showing but uh... <laughs> yeah but it it is one of those things too where it's like the over accentuated movements and stuff like that like the hips and stuff so nothing nothing is like anatomically correct nothing is realistic but you're just like <laughs> cool well and that that's that's the thing like there is it's a very interesting conversation we're having today because we don't want to come off as those people who just look at something and oversexualize it or reduce everything to their their physical attributes but then again, it's video game characters, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, so I, I, and it's funny because I, even as a kid, like I've always been kind of a sensitive dude. So if I were to look at like Tifa Lockhart 
and try to explain to somebody and be like, you know, but I feel like we could hang out and like just totally respect each other too. Like, yeah, you know, that's the kind of kid I was. Your friends are always going to be like, no, 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 you like girls. Right. If, if I were to put a poster up of, of Tifa Lockhart, I would feel obligated as a human being to put up like her history and backstory as well. Yeah. There's more of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, and I, I know it's kind of silly, but that's just the kind of person I, I've, I've always been. But I, I said that whole thing like it's a hypothetical when, in fact, more of that was true than I could. <laughs> hey, man, if I had it, I would have put it up. All right. I, uh, I wasn't a big Tifa fan. The first time through was all Aerith. I'm still used to saying Aerith, but yeah, Aerith. Um, so the first time I went through, I was playing Final Fantasy VII. For anybody who's not aware, these are characters from Final Fantasy VII. And yeah, so Aerith was the uh, the innocent, pure kind of thing, and Tifa was like the tomboy, but all of a sudden, Tomb Raider had nothing on her for... Yeah, so um, anyway... <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 the second time around, I, I kind of favored Tifa more, but I'm still more of an Aerith guy. Tifa gets well. No, Tifa, now I'm, I'm also in my head like about cosplay. Tifa gets cosplayed all the time. I don't know if anybody gets cosplayed more than Samus Aran though. And that's that's impressive. Everybody too. who does like the Patreon and stuff, who does those cosplay, I, I feel like it's obligated. If you say you're going to do sexy cosplay, they just send you the blue bodysuit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking of the yeah. actual like various suit and stuff because i've seen that and when people do that even when they're done bad i'm impressed because i'm like that takes a lot of work so yeah. it's pretty cool and Sam, i like samus because uh it's like a strong one of those strong female uh what is it role models i guess strong fem- strong female lead is what i'm trying to say you know it it doesn't matter that she's a female that she's not over sexualized or anything well until you take that suit off but but the uh, the original artist apparently had a thing. He used to have a rule about her foot, her feet, for when she was out of the suit, when the blue thing became the norm. Because, I mean, she had, like, the black bikini kind of deal before that. When they kind of introduced that blue suit as the undersuit, um, they had a rule about how there would only be so much of a heel to her shoes so she wasn't, like, uh, like a comic book character kind of fig- uh, caricature of... Of a female body, basically. So, and I'm like, this. I kind of like that. That's that's part of the. Res- I got a respect for Samus because she's like the badass bounty hunter, but you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love I love a girl who who can kick my ass. Also, d- does Jessica Rabbit count? I think. I mean, th- I think there's a universality to Jessica Rabbit, who was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know. But uh, I. I I don't know that I've ever met somebody who's been like, you know, who's just really ugly and not at all attractive. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> rabbit. And that's, that's another one of the, like the Lola bunny comparison I made where they have those yeah. like over accentuated curves and stuff like that. And you're just like, uh, yeah. So puberty hit again. So. Well, with, and with Jessica rabbit, it keeps hitting. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it takes me back. And you need you need someone playing brass behind you where they can be like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that was that was one of those inhale laughs. Uh, we, we should cut that out. I'm gonna sound like a horse. It's okay, man. I'm trying to work on my crusty the clown laugh and get rid of it because I realize I do that lately. No, don't get rid of it. That's, that's wonderful. 
I used to do the Krabop, the, the Krabapple laugh, and I didn't realize it. I got that from my brother, because he used to always be laughing. He'd be like, ha! <laughs> and it would always be kind of like that super loud thing. So now, apparently, I have devolved into Krusty the Clown. <laughs> devolved. So, yeah. Look, if I'm going to be either of those characters, I'd be Edna, all right? She's not... She She's lonely, okay? <laughs> she's not just like an asshole drunk taking like a kid show and... That's it. That that whole thing with her writing to somebody and asking for the matchbooks from the from the different bars and stuff. I don't know. It it hit me. No, I don't, I don't know what I'm going well, with. How how does that make you feel? <laughs> oh man, I forgot I'm talking to the therapizer. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the situation with Krabappel's parents? Are they alive? <laughs> Did you kill them? We can we can use this because the like there are Simpsons games. That's true, actually, she is yeah. in them. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's um, well, li- like you said, we have the other episode that is our our dude crushes because I, I don't know. There, there to me, there's just something captivating about how these these it's almost a romanticized idea, especially like you know we talked about Final Fantasy four. Uh, you know, you look at Kane; they never even show his face, and so you kind of have this whole like I said, romanticized. As we've said 20 times already, theater of the mind um, thing. and uh, You can kind of put your own face in there. You know, you can have your own personality because he's he's in love with the woman who's taken and he's conflicted and then, like, he gets mind controlled and he didn't mean to, but, you know. Like, there's there's that arc. I think that's part of it yeah. is they don't show his face to try to – I think they try to do that to put – people into it but yeah this is a whole other episode we can we can get into that one also i have to ask you uh peach or daisy daisy really okay Definitely daisy yeah it's, the, it's that brown hair man wait who's the other one isn't there a third one now oh i don't know waluigi oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 okay mario party characters i think was the easiest way i i will say this i always kind of had a thing for princess peach i uh, <laughs> I think it's because, like, you always see her just kind of, like, give smooches. <laughs> and yeah. as a kid, I'm like, that is wholesome and perfect, and I worked hard for it. And so I kind of idealized Princess Beach and the fact that she uh, she just gave you smooches for a good job. And especially yeah. the fact that I've never been a big fan of the uh, girl who needs saving. You know, like I said earlier, I, I love a gal who can kick my ass. I like somebody who, you know, holds their own and, and doesn't always have to be saved. And yes, you do have to save Princess Peach on occasion. But anybody who's played Smash Brothers know that somewhere along the line, she took some sort of like booty boot camp or jujitsu or some nonsense because she's an oh, ass yeah, kicker. She's kicking ass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you, you got a total point. Like in Taibo, she took Taibo. Taibo. My favorite uh, iteration of Princess Peach is when she's in Mario RPG because by then I started playing the game more and. She's wicked because she can do some damage, but like the heals and stuff are just crazy OP. So when you have her and Bowser and Mario in the same party, I'm just like, this is this is so cool. Do you let, let's actually kind of like analyze this for a second? Because <clears throat> again, I'm so worried that people are going to take this as strictly a uh, well, it doesn't matter what I'm afraid of. But do you think? <laughs> do you think at all that in some sort of way video games have helped? develop a sense of admiration or even lust i suppose for strong capable women 
I think so, yeah. Or I mean, it doesn't always have to be women, of course, but I'm saying in, in the context that we're discussing, you know. Oh, yeah. I definitely think so. I mean, when you look at the earlier era that we grew up in, especially for stuff, like there's been, there's video games before NES and Super NES, but those are the ones that I experienced growing up. And so, like, I got to play these games during my formative years kind of deal. But, you know, those games back then, if they made girls in games or if they made a game for girls, quote unquote, it was like Barbie or something like that, where they were really cheesy and they were just basically saying, hey, let's let's try to tap into the little girls instead of just like little boys, because they were always marketing it as something for boys. But they didn't need to, because video games are video games. I'll play gladly as a female character in a video game. I'm not one of those ones like, oh, I don't want to play the chick. I'm like, I'm one of the first ones to do it. I'm like, hell yeah. But, but that's also, <laughs> that's part of the brilliant uh, thing of what they did with Metroid. Because the whole time you're playing that game and you're kicking ass and blowing shit up. Uh, and, you know, for all we know, you know, you're essentially the guy from Contra in a space suit. You know, yeah. so for that to kind of be like, turn on its head if you, you know, beat the game fast enough or thorough enough. Uh, to find out, yeah, this this badass, you know, space chick. Uh, is who you've been controlling. I don't know. I, I I think that was pretty great, and I've I've never really looked at any of this before in that kind of context, and and now I'm really enthralled by the idea. No, that's that's the thing with video games for me. Like I like looking at them introspectively, so that's part of the reason why I wanted to do the podcast with everybody is because we get to just talk about video games, and not necessarily in ways that you know you'll really you'll see or read about in reviews or videos and stuff on that. So oh. Also, uh, Jade and Melina and Katana from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I, really, can you can we have this discussion without mentioning the... Uh, and that one, I feel like... I feel less creepy for admitting that, because let's face it, that is not any sort of effective armor, what they wear in Mortal Kombat <laughs> no. games. This is true. <laughs> like, very true. But it's like, you know, if you've played as them, you know, they don't need it. Just like, well, nobody else has armor in that, really, right, either. Yeah. But, but, like, they don't need it, because... They're ass kickers, so right. That's why I, I like seeing the girls in fighting games because it's like okay. Besides the, uh, oh god, like what is it? The uh, the Marvel games with Psylocke. Yeah, that, that was probably where I entered puberty. That was the that one. The I moment can... it happened. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm now a man. Yeah, or at least I'm aware. <laughs> I, I'm I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, but like it's one of those things where. That felt like the introduction where you could have girls and games and stuff. And when you see people playing as them, it's like, okay, it's no big deal. It's a game. You know, it's an avatar. Not everybody has to be your personal avatar of who you relate to in a game. So it's kind of cool. You know, you get lost and stuff. But at the same time, like we said, we kind of fall in love with characters and stuff. And that's where that's where Rudy is. <laughs> I, think, I think Chun-Li has to be on that list. I would take Chun-Li over... Well, I'm not a big Mortal Kombat guy. I like Mortal Kombat 2. was the only one I got super attached to. Such a good game. Yeah. Oh, and after my memory banks, you can't hear my keyboard because <laughs> it's silent now. Uh, Rosalina from Super Mario Galaxy uh-huh. is who I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, she's, if, she's very if magical. She had... Uh, yeah. I, I haven't played the game, but I remember seeing her, and I think she's in more than one, right? When she was in uh, the Wii Mario Kart. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. If she, if she had brown hair, because I find it throws me off because I just think it's peach at first. 
And I'm like, okay, if she had brown hair, I'm like, okay, then it's Daisy. And then, so now I'm just like, okay, maybe they should have made her a redhead or something. I don't know. I just get confused. Yeah, yeah, the redheads need more, you know. Yeah. They need to be in more games. Rosalina, red hair, yeah. Uh, but no, I'm going to stick with Daisy for that. But either way, one final one I'm going to throw in. And it's going to be, I'm going to be a little ashamed of this, but at the same time, I'm not. Besides the fact that we've already mentioned uh, Lola Bunny, is uh, Bowsette. <laughs> oh my God. Not no, going to lie, fair, man. Fair. No, I, and not nor should lie. you have to. <laughs> for no other reason than but, it's video games. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I thought that was an actual character because a friend online was telling me about it when the, like the meme started, and I and the way he framed it because English wasn't his first language, like, he spoke it probably more eloquently than me. But either way, I thought he mentioned that Bowsette was a new character, and he he negated to mention that it, it was like basically like a like a fan thing, a fan creation. And so I was like, okay, okay. And then I started looking it up and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so it, it was just hilarious because I'm like, why is, why is this so appealing? You know, it's, it's funny that you say that. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> There's a thing that early video games did and follow me on this. Uh, I'm going to bring it back around to Chun-Li uh, before, I can, before I even begin to discuss Bowsette with you. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, we're we're not opening that can of worms. No, oh no, it's it's opened. But uh, <laughs> here here's the thing: they in especially Super Nintendo and probably Genesis, they would show little like curves of like Chun Li's butt, and every now and then you'd come across oh, video yeah. games where it's like that. Can we pause that sort of moment? Like, am I really seeing what I think I'm seeing? And I think as a kid that drove me nuts more than anything. Kind of like in this, <laughs> like I can't believe they would do this. There, there it is. There it is. Do it again. <laughs> and then you're pausing and then you're pausing every time you do like the upside down bean sardine kick. <laughs> yes. But it's again, there's ten thousand of those uh in video games. And I think you really only notice them when you're super, super young. Uh because oh, yeah. it, it, it's that you know, when you're a certain age, I think there's just that whole thing of like, I shouldn't be seeing this. I I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So it, I don't know. It's those kind of things drove me crazy as a kid up until the Merrill no pants thing or the Merrill no pants <laughs> yeah. doing setup thing, you know? So yeah, that for me, Merrill was like when it went from in like noticing that stuff to like actively pursuing it in video games. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I feel so creepy. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we've definitely come off as creepy by now, but uh, no, it was all, it's all in good fun. Like I said, it was a formative thing. For us, so, yeah, oh yeah, of course, you know, of course, and uh, yeah, it, it, if anything, you know, the older I get, the less I really care if something's sexualized, over-sexualized. I just don't really care if they do it in a game anymore. Now it's like, okay, the shock factor is gone. I don't care how scantily clad this one is, but I mean, I'm not going to say I don't appreciate it, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's it's just like, ah, okay, yeah, they tack that in for some for some attention, right. I feel like as graphics have improved in video games, they've done away with these small little, like, oh, my God, was that part of a butt cheek? Like, you know, stuff. To just really leaning into the over-sexualization and just like, well, that's just that person's ass. Wonderful. Yeah. Look at the bulge on that guy. You know, stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, so, you don't hear people like compliment anyone on the bulge, but someone starts walking around with scantily clad like leather pants and and stuff like that and crazy cleavage, people go wild. It's like that's not fair. But I mean, check out the man crush episode. Maybe maybe we'll have discussed that. <laughs> oh man, this, this is good. And like I said, I'm glad we had this conversation. I honestly, uh, you and I both stand. Is that is that the right term? A crush on Rydia. But hearing you discuss Rydia, I have to say I think uh, you deserve her more than I. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she is now Rosa, and you are Cecil. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah. Cecil's still my favorite, I gotta say. That's okay. I, I still get to be Edge. So Yeah, I would go for it. Just that you ninja going ninja. around hitting on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Although, I'm the one who gets with Rydia. Ah! Wait, <laughs> I, well, to, Cecil to go back to the opening of the episode when you were talking, the other thing about Rydia, and this is where, well, mm, no, let's cut that part out. <laughs> I don't really know how to properly formulate the sentence there. I might address that. She's it's a she's an interesting character, and uh, when they when they updated and ported over the um, Final Fantasy four, you know, to the PlayStation one and other things where they've had cinematic cutscenes, uh, yeah. they just that's when they really leaned into it, and they said, well, yeah. here she is in all of her sexual gloriousness Ren- or whatever you rendered know. glory. Yeah, there you go, rendered glory. So, yeah, I, I, again, I think part of the Part of the creepiness, like looking back and be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that's how it was." It, it's kind of validated later on when they do those ports, and they're like, "No, no, you fell for it. This is exactly what we wanted." Yeah, I mean, I mean and that's the theater of their mind again. Like we keep going back to that. But we were, I, it's, we it's all were way. in the same theater, in the same yeah, mind. Exa- <laughs> exactly. Like they were putting something out there on purpose. Like they're gonna make this one. Like you get those. Um, you get the feelings that you're supposed to get mm-hmm. from these simple pixels, you know, and as as written well enough, like you can you can pick apart how badly it's written or how badly it's aged, but they still evoke those feelings and like they can actually uh, portray what they're trying to portray with such limited art, basically, and that's that's part of what I like because then you fill in the blanks yourself, like you said. So, yeah. But either way, yeah, I hopefully this didn't come off as too pervy, but we just wanted to show our respect for cuz these were this was a formative gaming experience. Maybe we should talk about formative gaming experiences. I'll put or it on the list. Already. <laughs> okay, we'll put it on the list. Maybe maybe by the time this airs, we've already talked about it. We'll find it out. But still, thank you for joining me, GP. Is there anybody uh, you'd like to tack on at the end here? If you talk about the dog from Duck Hunt, I'm going to go back and play it and tell me. <laughs> tell me you don't see it. I mean, no, I, <laughs> actually, to, to overanalyze that, uh, I like being laughed at. And that's what the dog made me realize. Because that dog shows up right when, you know, you miss all the ducks and the dog laughs at you. And I guess I just like to be uh, shamed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Whew. Breakthroughs tonight, guys, really. Yeah, we've discovered so much from two amateur guys talking about <laughs> early video game crushes. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's cut our quits, uh, call our quits here because otherwise I think we'll just end up ranting about every video game ever made that we've played. So I have to play yeah. Final Fantasy IV. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's the takeaway for me today. When in doubt, 
Okay. Final so, Fantasy uh, yeah, everybody knows where to find us by now, so we won't do that. You can always find more information on where to find us if you want to hear more uh, GP streams over at the Therapy Couch. Actually, I'm uh, Sick Jake. My name is Sick Jake. <laughs> Sick Jake. Sick Jake. Handsome devil. All right. Thank you. Uh, cool. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we have Werewolf and uh, Sick Jake. I think they're going to work on some Tap B stuff, too. So this is a Tap B episode. Not all four of us. Don't worry. We're not breaking up. The boy band is not breaking up. We're just uh, splitting it out because me and GP like talking to each other. And we like when you listen. Guys, jump into our Discord. Join that. Join the conversation. Tell us no. Let us know about your early crushes and why. And... uh you know, PG preferably, because I don't want to get into that rabbit hole. Maybe. I don't know. Sorry. Is there a something, Lola something Bunny Lola joke Bunny. there? Yeah, there's... Get out of my head. Okay? Yeah, we have to cut that out. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, thank you, everybody, for listening. We are half of Press B to Cancel, and this is Pulse 109 and GP Guy Prime from The Therapy Couch. So thank you again. Thank you. Special thanks for music go to Arthur the Ancient, found on SoundCloud, or The Last Ancient on YouTube. For more episodes, please visit our website, pressbtocancel.com. As well, feel free to like or subscribe at Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you'd like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been... Press B to Cancel. Thank you.